I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're both sleepy. (laughs) It's one of those ones. (laughs) It was so refreshing to arrive and find out that neither of us have done anything today. Oh, when you have had a bad day and you're feeling insecure about it and then you talk to someone else who's also had a bad day. Yeah. The one thing I hate, the one I don't like is when I say to a friend, oh yeah, I just haven't really done anything today. And they're like, don't worry about it. And I'm like, you can say that. Because you've done something. Because you've achieved to, a whole bunch of shit today. Whereas yeah. I need someone. I need to see someone who has not replied to an email. Yeah. Who can't focus on anything. I can't even tell you if I've watched a YouTube video today. Like my yeah. focus has been so off. I mean, I did a personal training session. I guess I've worked out. Yeah, that's the only that's thing that great. I did as well. And then I sat in the sauna for <laughs> too long, and then was late for this. Do you know what the <laughs> benefits of a sauna are? I know that I feel good afterwards, but I don't really know what specifically I is helping. Think me. well, like. It's Swedish, right? Like, uh, yeah, that is the benefit. I think it makes you European. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, but it's something about blood circulation, right? Yes, because you're heating your body up. Art Green and Matilda had a guest on their podcast who was an expert in it, and, and he thinks, and they only get <laughs> legit guests on their podcast. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, fine. He was I'll like, this, this whole coronavirus thing, we we can just <laughs> sneeze this baby out. Yeah, he's like, as long as this one is not five G, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> no. It's it's a slippery slope, age. Hey? Just like one bad guess, and like know, your podcasting career is over. But I couldn't listen to that one because I was like, "Oh, I'll listen to some find out," and it was two hours long, and I was like, "I can't oh, listen to wow. two hours of health." No, I don't listen to anyone for two hours. No, nothing. No podcast to- is worth two hours. <laughs> no, sorry, podcast Art is worth two and hours. Matilda. Do you know? So, do you can they listen? Never. No, and if they do, we love you. We love you, but also, but also- check the guest. Like and- Pete Paleo Pete is. <laughs> Like, you can just see from his grin that that guy is fried. He's fucked up. He's fucked in the head. He's yeah. responsible for people maybe dying. Yeah. I don't, is that too crazy yeah, to say? No, it's a, it's a national health risk. It was always yeah. like, the fucked thing is, like, with this whole, like, anti-mask shit, is that <laughs> it's not, like, the Karens who are at risk of, yeah. like, we know statistically that it's not the Karens who are going to die, but they're going to keep spreading the fucking virus around and it yeah. keep affecting those, like, who are the most vulnerable, which is often, like, you know, people who are immune, you know, have, uh, what do you call that? Immune... Immune... Immunocompromised. There we go. I was, like, I was trying to put risk in there. Um, and I'm like, that's, that's just so irresponsible. Did you see that latest Australian Karen? It's on Twitter. No, I haven't seen her. Oh, she's bad. She keeps like spurting off this kind of law jargon. She's like, watch like one oh. SVU and suddenly she's just like whipping it out. Oh my God. We got we to play the theme song. Oh, for yeah. This goddamn podcast. God damn it. Cue <laughs> theme, theme song. song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's for me. And 
welcome along to the mail, guys, on an episode where I just messaged our producer saying, Tim, two please. pieces of peanut butter toast. Is that all you said? <laughs> I didn't even say please. You sat down and you're like, I hope he's brought me toast. Oh my God. He's on his way oh out Oh my God. He's walking oh here with toast angel. and a drink. You don't deserve this. I don't. <laughs> And his loud dog. Thank you, Tim, Thank for feeding you, Eli. You are Look my at hero. that. And that hot cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Literally mum vibes. L- literally mum vibes. Like I just got like parent vibes. Oh. I'm a teenager. I've got glandular fever. Yeah. Mum's brought me in some toast. And get ready for a little bit of ASMR. Here's me taking my Invisalign out. <laughs> oh, I actually... Do you know what? That was serious. Oh, I'm hearing a click. Oh. <laughs> Truly the worst podcast. This was a bad episode. That made me want to hurl. Like getting that right in the air. Like when it popped off, I felt that so deep. Um, we're tight. We've been doing improv all weekend, which is a very cool way when you're in your it's 30s. Cool get tired. To um, spend your weekend. Yeah. No, we actually had such a nice time. We had time, such though. a really nice time. I, um, I love meeting new people. I love making mm. new friends. I think like it's... And on my... On my on my terms, uh, no, but like not at a club. Yeah, you yeah, know, exactly. To uh, do that in a theatre. Yeah, heaven. Which is why I do wish, and why I still like think about like one day doing like an amateur dramatic musical, just to meet some people. Because it's just like at West fun. Point, like get a crush on a girl, like yeah, that kind of vibe. That is fun. Like be a prince or be think- in the chorus. Like there's nothing more fun than that. And so there's so much hanging out backstage and like sharing snacks and having a corner of the dressing room. Wasn't like- the last, like if you think about the last play you ever did, it might be the last amateur dramatic show you've ever done. You'll ever do in your life. Yeah. And what Unless you, you can- have a full breakdown and you're like, lads, 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 I'm doing Mamma Mia at, yeah. you know, Howick Little Theatre, which I, I will be the opening night to support. Thank you so much. Let's, let's, let's. Is that the name of the show? Like, no, me and like our male friends. You're like, come along. Come along, yeah. I'm going to be in. You, me, your husband at the time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at the time? Yeah. Our <laughs> friendly on our other gay male friend. <laughs> and Michael. <laughs> your boyfriend. Sam's in Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, still lives there. 40 years from now, it's 40 still years from now, you're married, crazy. but he's living in Wellington. Yeah. He's still finishing that PhD. <laughs> no, he's finished his PhD. I mean, getting that. Announce. Announcement. I don't know if that's me made on the podcast. Announcement. 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 Something <laughs> you've probably all been wondering. And you segment. <laughs> announcement. <laughs> we yell announcement too loudly. <laughs> you're never too late in the game in a podcast yeah. to, to set a new segment up. Um, I Oh, you know, so we tried to establish, in my gay opinion, as a segment on the show. Yeah. And we've really fallen. Did someone hate it? No, no. I did it today to someone just, but, just in conversation. We did it last episode. Did we? Yeah, oh we did. My of God. course we did. Yeah, I remember. You, I remember. You only remember. I remember. <laughs> you do not remember. I don't remember the intro to this one. Uh, I put out, um, well, I'm growing a mullet. I've decided. Yeah, I love this. I love... I mean, I had a serious conversation with Brinley about it today. Really? And I was like, well, how do we feel about it? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I was like, because I was like, I think he's got what it takes. Thank you. But um, I was like, it's interesting that you keep telling your hairdresser that you're going to get a mullet. When I was like, you need to like, you need to do the hard yards. Oh, I know, like, I know, I know. Grow I need to hair. grow it. Yes. But we need to shape it as we grow it. I don't think we can just Well, grow, I would grow, say grow currently you just have a pretty recent haircut. haircut. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting longish on the sides. No, for it's me. sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I would say that it's grown back. Oh to yeah, like old 
Eli. Yeah, exactly. And from, that buzz cut wasn't too long ago. No, I was. That, well, that's what Brilliant and I were discussing. Yeah. I was like, really, it was only yesterday. It felt like he shaved it all off. I know. But I think I want to look like George Michael. So short, like kind of a short mullet. Like kind yeah. of, or like you want to go like long. Well, it's like a big chunk. that It's all the same length from the front to the back. But it's not like, it's, I don't want like a hanging waves down the back. No, no. I want like, like, but like crystal method. Yeah, a little bit like Crystal Mather, but okay. maybe not as long at the back yeah, as that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I think, I can, I think yeah. we can work. It's amazing when you get a... Because I've gone through a hair transformation journey myself. And you look so good right Thank now. Thank you. Um, yeah. It's just been washed. But I've had the hair, same haircut for... Okay, just listen. I'm getting into the toes. He's about to have his I'm first, sorry. Would you say but no, I can feel you getting into a, like... Well, you're going to talk for a bit, and I think I've got an opportunity to no, I'm actually done this thing to my story. Um, so passing over to you now, Eli. No, uh, he's just put a big bit of peanut butter toast in his I mouth. Love peanut butter. Isn't it nice to think you, the listeners at home, you're just a snack break for Eli right now. Um, no, 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 no. You're much no. more than that. You don't understand how not busy but apathetic I've been today. <laughs> <laughs> I could have possibly have eaten before this. I had to sit in the sauna for an hour. Um, so <laughs> I, oh yes, have had the same haircut for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. which was the. I don't know what you'd call that side part. Yeah, uh, sweepy, sweepy side part. A little bit longer on the, and it's the you know it's on our logo. I mean, technically, we'd have to change the logo right now because I don't look like what I look like. In no, that. and we should preemptively change the logo to what I'm going to look like, so then I can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I've got this like because I did a TV show announcement. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, where they cut me like a terrible bowl cut. Yeah. And then I went to my hairdresser, my gay hairdresser, because, you know. What other kind are they? Yeah. I was, no, I was just like, God, I love it when all my trades people in my life mm. are. You gay swimming to you gay hairdresser. Yeah. yeah. Well, my trainer's famously straight, but um, well, I don't know. Uh, I think he has bi thoughts. Really? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. So awesome, awesome, <laughs> uh, and awesome to anyone else out there who's having bad thoughts. Yeah. Um, we so I went to my gay hairdresser and I was like, "What do we do? What do we do?" He does <sighs> Benny's hair, and he was like, "I think I'm part Benny of Benny." Who? <sighs> oh, Benny! Get out! Just get out! Gonna, I thought you meant like T Penny. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Benny, who I famously saw at Postal Service a few weeks ago? Wow, incredible! Well, yeah. Benny announcement. Announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I know I fucked up. That's a cool song, right? So you know who she's groovy, man. I really liked her hair when she did the Fallon appearance. That was and that performance was awesome. Amazing performance. (laughs) Sean did her hair. He does the same hands have touched this bowl cut. Wow. I was there for so long because we. It looks like it's the same color, but it is there. I had foils in my hair for like. No, no, I I can see the color change. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. It's been a lot for it. Um, and. It's a new me, you know? Like, I've got a new haircut for the first time in, like, six years. It really is, like... Because where you were when you had this character haircut, it really was, like, you weren't... Like, when I saw you, I was like, he's not Chris. You know, like... (laughs) Which is great for the TV show, which you're in. Announcement. Announcement! Um, Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, God, (laughs) stop doing that. (laughs) Go back to the soft Invisalign stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It's lovely when Eli just slowly... Is the toast um, cooked enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way you folded it, I was like, it could be bread. Yeah. Is it hot? It's not... It's... No, it's not hot anymore. Okay. But... Should we bring it back? I folded it in half because I thought it'd be faster to eat. Like a calzone. <laughs> Toast calzones. <laughs> like a peanut butter calzone. Uh, we've made a new product alert. 
announcement. Announcement. Toast calzones. <laughs> it's all the good of a calzone, but only with one spread on the inside. Mm-hmm. I love it. Because I actually think it's a... Oh, no, you go. I was just going to say, it's almost like a benefit that I don't, and we don't collectively remember anything we've said on this podcast before, because we're constantly coming up with these new catchphrases, <laughs> and then instantly forgetting them. The show would be, the show, and the movie would be like three hours long. Oh, I did watch a movie last night. Uh-huh. The film festival's on. Um, what did you watch? International Arts, the International New Zealand International Film Festival. And you watched at home? We watched it at home, because it's the only choice we have. Um in this hellish year. I think you can go to the cinema for Most some. Most things, I think, do one or two oh, screenings. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Well, I wish I had known that because <laughs> I'd love to go to the cinema and buy an ice cream, but we watched it at home, which was great. And I was like, mm. actually, I love not having to leave this house for stuff. Like, if someone's yeah. like, let's have a catch-up like coffee meeting, 15 minutes, I'm like, we'll do it on Zoom now. Oh yeah, totally. Because yeah, I'm not yeah. leaving for that. Yeah, why would you do that? And so we watched. Yeah, we watched a gorgeous, like a, a queer love. Oh, I've seen. I know which one you're talking about. Well, the film festival's so gay this it's year. It's really queer. It's like almost embarrassingly gay. I'm like, I feel like being like whoever program like shh, 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 like people are going to know about our agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I think like I don't know. It probably, <laughs> probably, I think a lot of people who go to the film festival were already gay. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so obviously loving that though, and so mm-hmm. it was like uh, he's like Iranian and gay and working at like a refugee center in Germany, and then mm-hmm. falls in love. Cute, uh, cute and sad. Like, oh. like I feel like most film festival films will fall under two umbrellas: sad or porn. Yes. <laughs> They should have that on the website. You either click sad or porn. New Zealand. <laughs> premiere. Sad. Porn. <laughs> it is. They're like sad. I was like, I wouldn't say, well, I was going to say horny, but I actually think porn is better for it. Like, mm. it, like there was like, there was a scene where one actor ate out another actor's butthole. And you just watch it? Yeah. Like, you don't watch like tongue on rim. Mm-hmm. You're watching like him sitting on his face. <laughs> but I was like, the actor in me announcement um, was I'm an actor uh, <laughs> available for hire available for hire um, was like where what how are we making sure that his nose and mouth are just not in his ass you just have like bit of paper bit of paper bit of fabric or something right but it, you, I could see from the angle like the full butt you know like it was on profile I'm minding oh, it for wow. Eli. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ca- you're the camera, if yeah, you can yeah. imagine, being a director right now. Yeah. And I'm the- both actors. And so this candle... Chris is in a prop, which is a candle shaped like a skull. That he's he- about to eat the <laughs> ass off. <laughs> the butt is here. Like, yeah. Right? So I'm like, it must have been... There must have been like a little plug or something. Because obviously the most iconic ass eating scene that I think I've is in film is Marnie and girls getting an ass eating. Do you remember that? No. Do you, oh. Oh, did you have to give it up on girls by then? And I, no, I do sort of remember it. She's truly like motorboating her ass. But I guess because she's not sitting on... Like the sitting on... Sitting on someone, it's hard to not put... I feel like butt cheeks are cute. Like yeah. to kind of be like, as a as a if you had enough trust in your actor and like the contracts were right and your and Jennifer Ward Leland, the intimacy intimacy coach was on set, yeah, like you would be able to like navigate being like slap your bottom or whatever, but like to peel cheeks open 
or whatever is like another dimension. No, but yeah, a butt is a butt. A butt is a butt. If your face is in a butt, your face is in a butt. Like it's there's just no getting around incredible. that. Incredible. But then I was like, how beautiful to see because there's so much <laughs> that you see with and like the sex positions were so because I think like anal looks like it isn't as like I think the legs often get misrepresented in yeah. films. Yeah. Like an, an often... It's often an impossible angle. We are like, well, he's not in the hole, is he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because like, they've been like, we'll just do it like men and women do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like straight sex. I and mean, there's a bit of... There's a straight sex, but it's just two guys. Um, yeah. Whereas, I'm like, I think the legs are actually doing like more awkward things. Like they're kind of up or they're like right back or... Yeah. And they're often quite straight or, you know. Yeah. And was like, yeah, it was interesting that I was like, I think you can tell that this is a gay director because it doesn't look like, you know, in, sh- in white sheets um, yeah. rutting each other. It was kind of like, you know, like mm-hmm. limbs sort of gyrating against each other. Wow. It is great to see us sitting on camera. Yeah, it was beautiful. Because for me, I'm like, what a normal part of sex that every, everyone should get into. <laughs> but also like, I mean, I feel like I haven't, like, I feel like all the movies that we, in the late 90s, early 2000s, there were so many blowjobs and women were never getting, receiving oral. And then there was a big resurgence, I think, of women receiving oral on camera. And I'm and that has effects. Yes, it does. That means that straight men can't get away without eating out their girlfriends anymore. And like... DJ Khaled, if you're listening. Yeah. Do you remember you, that? Oh, that's right. He like proudly came out as doesn't eat puss. Uh, have you... You've obviously listened to the new Taylor Swift yeah. Album. In fact, I gave you homework this morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny that you actually said that because I went for a walk this morning on my own. You could say I'm sad. And, uh, <laughs> and meanwhile, I am porn. <laughs> <laughs> very good callback. Thank you so much. Uh, very good. <laughs> and I really hope the film festival listening and they run with that because yeah, it really truly good. is really important. The male gays present <laughs> sad or porn. Sad or porn next year, the 2021 festival. Well, you could apply it to any gay film. Cut my Taylor Swift story. Let's just go back to some gay movies. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, call, me, call me by your name, Sad. Sad, not porn. Stranger by the Lake, porn. Porn. Weekend, porn. Porn. But sad. But sad. Brokeback Mountain, sad. sad. Sad that I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, the only bit of I've, I've seen, I think, is the... There's a little bit of porn, but it's bad. It's, it's bad not porn, porn because it's not horny. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, yeah, it's, it's like... A bit rough. A bit rough. Yeah, and they'll eat a whole. They eat a lot of beans before then. <laughs> Do they? Yeah, they eat a whole dinner of I beans. I haven't seen that. Yeah, that's the only bit I've seen because closeted me. I think what was like. Oh, I wonder what. The, I wonder what this scene's. <laughs> I wonder what this specific <laughs> scene. Of, specific I mean, just as a straight of, man, I'm just curious about. Just as this. a fan of film, I want to know the most important scene in the film. Yeah. Okay, now back to Taylor Swift. Mm. Um, Folklore's the album. It's out. She dropped an album in quarantine. She is William Shakespeare. She made King Lear. It's in black and white. It's it is so getting the best reviews of her career I've been following. I, People are loving it. So, I went for a walk this morning on my own mm-hmm. because I'm... Porn. Oh, sorry. Sad. sad. Oh, good. Oh, no, no, I don't actually back that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and um, as I walked around the neighborhood, listening to Taylor Swift's album, unprompted by you, um, mm. but I was like, I want to listen to what it is. And it was the perfect time to do it. Yeah. Dawn breaking. Mm. Well, no, it was like quarter to eight. <laughs> Dawn had broke. <laughs> uh, I could see the breath, the frost in my ear. I mm. was a little, 
you know, nomad wandering mm. around the streets of a morning side with a cup of coffee in my hand. Gorgeous. Dipping into some folklore. Really great to have Bonnevere just like pop up. And I love just, that bit. The bit he just was like, step right out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a male voice. Oh, yeah. oh, it's just so jarring to hear that. That wasn't like, she collabs with just the oddest people, but. So it's like him, Brendan Uri, and then is that it? <laughs> That's the, those are the two. Yeah. Those are the two she's been dying to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love the album. It is good. I don't think... I've been obsessed with the chicks, formerly the Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Also, it's a Jack Antonoff produced record, so it basically sounds like a Taylor Swift record as well. But, the Chicks. Mm-hmm. I've got to get into the Chicks. You've got to get into it, because the album is a... It's a divorce album, and it is... The lyrics are biting and cutting and fun. It's interesting listening to Taylor Swift's folk album, mm-hmm. knowing a lot of New Zealand folk artists... Yes. And I would say it sounds nothing like folk. It sounds so much like, like Taylor still. Like <laughs> yeah. the lyrics and the way the vocals Sipping are produced. in the car, walking around. The, it's like it's still yeah. that kind of like, we are, I'm a pretty girl who is dancing slow. Yeah, yeah. It's all that kind of like, <laughs> and it's still like, boom, pop. It's like mm-hmm. still electronic sound. Whereas like I listen to like, like I know little trees whispering. You need to be doing Algis Harding's eyes to be singing fog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, um, So I'm like, it's not really a folk album, but it's definitely like a soft pop album. Yeah, it is. But it's lovely. To, it's kind of great to get that back, and it's sort of wild that she did that. I'm so glad it's so successful for her. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the last album she doesn't love- need the money, but she does need. The esteem boost. <laughs> yeah. She's something to do. Yeah. Uh, and because her last album, Lover, which I already thought was probably one of her better ones, was full of, was kind of full of like softer and like a bit sexier songs, but then just had these like awful like pop singles kind of peppered throughout, like the gay one. Um, yes. The, the, yes. Uh, the, which you feel LA like her one. management was like, you need this to sort of like stay yeah. relevant. Yeah. Wow. But, Speaking of the gay one. Yeah. Um, Who is Betty? Betty? I love that it was like Becky. Mm-hmm. You know, and we yeah. was like, who is Becky? And now we've got like Betty. Betty and Betty, Betty just feels like such a cover name for what is probably Melissa. Apparently or- there's an HBO show about a lesbian skateboarder called Becky- Betty. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I you're, mean, you're working on that toast girl. And she's yeah. that half that. You got your half your calzone sitting there. Uh, <laughs> peanut uh, butter calzone. Your peanut butter toast calzone. <laughs> Can't wait for us to run our Italian breakfast cafe. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes. So, I kind of listen to the song, but I obviously have that issue where if I hear anything, I never hear words. I was the same. I was like, and I've played it six times today. And then I looked at the lyrics. Mm. And I was like, because it's very much like, I was like, is this like a kind of Jolene situation where like, because the story of Jolene is like, it's kind of basically made up um, because mm-hmm. Dolly Parton is like, and that is interesting, like the... The origins of country songwriting is like you can just make up tales, yeah, um, and then kind of chuck it into a song and be like, 
and be like, and I drowned that man in the river one day. And everyone's like, yes, you did. And you never get arrested. <laughs> you never, because you never did the crime. But you sung about it. Yeah. Um, and, and it feels just as good. It just feels absolutely. And so <laughs> I was like, wondering if she'd like kind of somewhat made this up. Mm. But then it seems like she's had a bi, little bi experience when she was 17. She met a girl. Yeah, 17, a girl in her school, right, who moved. To, so did she move homerooms to get away from Taylor or to be in Taylor's homeroom? Who's to homeroom? say? And then they I loved met- hearing homeroom. I was like, oh, universal, I guess. <laughs> And then they went to a party. They saw her later mm-hmm. at a party and she was like, she's gutted. And she's like, will you be angry that I'm here? Or will you take me to the garden? And like, will we hook up? I guess it was implied. And then yeah. they do go to the garden to hook up. Yeah. So. But then doesn't she sleep next to a different girl? Or does she sleep next to Betty? <sighs> this is what Honestly. I'm confused. But then it was very interesting, like reading on Twitter that some people were just like, I think that the, the, these people that are spinning it, that it's like sung through the male point of view or whatever. And yes. everyone's like, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Um, I love how it's a thing now for pop stars to have their one buy track on their album, though. Yeah, it's <laughs> and great. And it's like three tracks from the end. Pop in your buy song. Has Katy Perry had her baby yet? Um, Imagine if she just did kid music from then on. She should. She almost pretty much. She's always kind of done kid music. She she doesn't take herself seriously. We've discussed I know, this. We've discussed this. I feel like Taylor's taking herself very seriously, you know? Yeah. At yeah. the moment. And it's good. It's so funny. I was thinking about this with the car right over. The, the idea that like, so this album was produced by like the guy from the band The National, which is like a big indie band. And it's yes. so funny thinking about these like indie artists who then get employed, like Beyonce employed, like Father John Misty and the guy from Vampire Weekend, like all these indie artists who then help prop up pop singers who are already famous as they get older and go indie, yeah, and still sell millions of records. But I guess it's similar to like doing stand up and finding your voice and getting doing all these <laughs> cutting jokes, and then be like, and now you're writing for Jimmy Fallon, you know, like yes. So you've still got your own lane where you do your own stuff, and then and in our instance, that was writing for John and Ben, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. which some say was very <laughs> sweet. You know, mm-hmm. um, how are how are you going on your uh, unemployed journey? I'm in a phase where, like, every week I get just enough employment to not really worry. And it, but the awful thing is that I just keep getting asked to do things like the day before. Like no one is committing to get me to do anything for long. No, like people are like come in for a day, the whole year, give for me these me. little dottery things, and then yes. fuck off. <laughs> That's it though. Like that just yeah. becomes the vibe. I yeah. feel like this. My whole year has been like popping for this, apart from Golden Boy, which was a long chunk of work. But that's the yeah. longest chunk I had. Yeah, the only annoying thing is that I'm like, and I'm still. I'm kind of looking for jobs in Wellington because I'm like, well, I've got kind of like three months now where I really don't know what I'm doing. Um, and so I'm looking to see if there's like a short this thing. This month, the next month, and the following month. Yeah, I don't know, maybe up until like November. Oh. And when I've been going down to Wellington, I've been loving it. But then it's like, and I really want to be there, but it's like, it's hard because of, because um, everything that I'm doing now just pops up the day before and it's like the expectation that you'll be there then. Totally. Ugh. God, freelancer life. But it's also this year, like this, like, yeah. I feel like so many people are going through unemployment journeys at the moment or like pivoting. I feel like this year is just going to be like a huge year of like everyone kind of pivoting their lifestyle or. Yeah. So I want to see like the rise of divorce houses is really going to happen. What do you mean by divorce houses? So like in lockdown, lots of people discovered probably that their partner was cheating on them or that they weren't in love with their partner or whatever. They like just have to get rid of the house as quickly as they can just like split up and go separate ways like there could be like a resurgence of houses in the market because like people are divorcing 
Yeah. I feel like I'm seeing a lot more property, but I also feel like I'm like, I want to buy a house one day. And so, yeah, so you're looking the more that I talk and look about it, the more that it gets advertised to me all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Currently, like, that trend of just, like, so many, like, apartment blocks. Like, the Windsor. Yeah. The Cattleberry or whatever. And it's like, this. Ch- you're like, when, when did this plan get built? And where's this going? Yeah. There's so many around. Who comes up with the names, eh? I... I want the job. Property developers. I'm available for the, for the work. <laughs> the sad porn. <laughs> the announcement. <laughs> the male gaze. <laughs> the male gaze. Oh, God. Oh, my the goodness. Fact of the ga- I did, I've looked up a fact of the game. Oh, I completely forgotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for a swim after this. Announcement. Announcement. <laughs> I thought I was like, at the beach? No. Um, you're going to the at pool. At the pools. Still at doing pools. that. Have I talked about my swimming journey? Do you want to talk for a little bit while I finish my tea? Yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> I love when I just get to fill in the silence <laughs> while you eat or drink. I think I've talked about this, but I'm going on a huge swimming journey at the moment where um, I wanted to get better at swimming, so I paid for swimming lessons. And now I'm swimming like laps at the pool. Mm. And I feel like it's such a chic way to work out. Um, it's awesome. It's, uh, I th- I- also, the idea of strengthening your lungs while you're working out is cool. You know what yeah. I mean? Hard out. Yeah. And hopefully, like, I want a swimmer's body. I think they're the best ones. You've talked about them for, like, for so... What do you think is the best body? I mean, all bodies are fantastic. My boyfriend's but, body. Like, <laughs> get out. No, but if you could, like, have the body of a sports or, a like, dance or, start, like, any kind of style of, like, activity. I've always thought, like, a gymnast body is awesome. And I think it's maybe because I... Truly did it as a child and should have kept going because my body is probably the right shape. Yes, because I'm big. I'm I've got broad shoulders, long arms, and tiny little legs. Of course, yeah. you can swing right around those bars. Swing right around those bars, and yeah, whenever whenever the Olympics comes around and you see the gym, is, and, and maybe it's the singlets that they wear. <laughs> Do you like? Are you like a singlet? I don't know. I think if, if like if like if my boyfriend put one on and was like, "What do you think?" I don't know if I'd be like, "No, yeah. I would." No, I'd be fucking into it. <laughs> Beautiful. What do you think? Okay, Sam, I hope you're listening. Oh, yeah. Big plans coming up. <laughs> Buy okay. a $4 singlet as soon as you can. Do you want to know about the first drag queen in the world? I can't wait f- to find out what this website says is the first drag queen in the world. Yes. I mean, I'm sure there's like plenty of things, but this is the first person to call themselves a drag queen. Wow. They call themselves the queen of da- drag. Oh. Keep oh. burping. Burp Sorry. through it. Too that many toast coming up. His name was William Dorsey Swan, but many of his friends called him the Queen. He was born in Maryland in 1858. Enjoyed, enjured, not enjoyed, enjoyed slavery, the Civil War, racism, police violence, and torch behind bars. <laughs> enjoyed? <laughs> no, I did not enjoy it. Enjoyed it. Um, and became the first person to dub himself the Queen of Drag. Wow. Uh, in 1896, after being convicted and sentenced to 10 months in jail on the false charge of uh, keeping a disorderly house, which means that he, like, uh, they thought he ran a brothel, um, he demanded a pardon from President Grover Cleveland for holding a drag ball. So I think what happened is he, if I'm interpreting this right, he, holded, he held a drag ball and got everyone to dress up in dresses and like, put on a little oh. show, and they thought that was him running a brothel. And then uh, that's how he got out of jail. Wow. Yeah. And also, so this too was a historic act. It makes one of the earliest recorded American to take specific legal and political steps to defend the queer community's right to gather without fear of criminalization, suppression, 
or police violence. Wow. So that's who William Dorsey Swan is, and there's a book about him, which I'm going to read. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Yeah. Oh, amazing about Shea Coulee. Oh, spoiler. Oh, spoiler. But then also, mm-hmm. Netflix. Did you see that? Yes, insane. So they had, like, the Netflix, like, uh, cover photo for the show was the winner. Like, not even just, like, them, like, with their picture for like being on the show but like holding, holding the, scepter. the scepter and being like I've won crazy and like you didn't have to change it why no. did you change it why did they change it um, what an unusual well I feel like considering how the last two all-stars have gone what an incredibly different season in terms of like um, it was kind of a rocky journey and then ended in the most satisfying way possible yes you couldn't have had a, a, the better top three they all looked amazing that runway the runway was so good I was Floored. I loved All Jujube. three of them looked amazing, but Jujubee was my favorite. Jujubee, Miss Cracker, and Blair yeah. all had looks by the exact same designer. Did they? Isn't that interesting? They were all quite different looks. Yeah, but they'd all like very incredible embroidery and beading yes, on it. Yes, yeah, true. But I was like, and oh. looked very expensive, which is why I did love Shay's Shay's look. was just, was like, just like a painting. I wonder if they and had- seeing the photo that was inspired by- it was also amazing because they all had an incredible story and then everyone else kind of I wonder if maybe story. that was a challenge that then they scrapped. Oh. Potentially. Because they all could speak to their look. Yeah. In this very deep, articulate way as to like the meaning behind why they looked the way they looked. Yeah. And they also made a point of asking, whereas usually it's like, tonight you look gorgeous in lilac. You know, but it was like very pointed to be like... Because for me, it's about this. But then all the other queens wore their finale looks and didn't really have much of a story True. behind them, except for Angina did. She she did like a her first season look. look. Um, uh, I was about to say something. Uh something about Shay Coulee that look. I oh oh. They must have been overprepared as well because then I was watching Miss Cracker on Watch a Packin and she has her makeover. So they must have been like yes. maybe going to do a makeover. She's going to do a Cartier and Trixie look. Wow. Yeah. I was watching an interview with Bob. Oh, because uh, the lady, uh, Lady Red, died from yeah, Hay so Queen. Sad. Which is so sad. And um, I was watching Bob the Drag Queen's like Hay Queen interview yeah. where he talks about how he became Miss Cracker's drag mother. Didn't they hook up? They hooked up. Yeah, for quite a while. For quite a while. Really? Yeah. And where was I going with that? Where was I going with that? Oh, I've forgotten. But anyway, interesting story. To plug another podcast. Yes. Sometimes I listen to What the Tuck, which is Nicole Byers' recap podcast. Oh, yes. Recently, they've had great guests. Last week, they had Derek Barry, oh, which I was so good. Derek I Barry. love Derek Barry. He's just chaotic. Just chaotic. It's so bizarre to think what his reasoning is behind anything he chooses to do in drag, but I think he's, a, I don't know, kind of a fun person. So chaos. Like, and then India Farrow was just like... So toxic, and that yeah. episode, that kind of moment was so awkward. Where she clearly had, she clearly, but then also had, she like, knew she'd done it. Oh, so weird. She really well. Some people just love. I one thing I've kind of learned about myself is I really don't like drama. Yeah, and I avoid it, and yeah. I feel like no one likes drama. No, but then I'm wrong. I think there are people in this world who love <clears throat> and can manage drama successfully. Yeah. And if you... Well, I think... It also I feel like, like we've got some friends who like drama. Oh, yes, definitely. And also try to create drama because it's, like, fun for them to be... It's creating a story. Engaged you know? in drama. Yeah. And it could be drama on any level. 
Yeah. And like also aren't kind of like emotionally taxed by it either. Yeah. But I think, you know, if you were on like Survivor, for instance, I think there is, there's a place for a show like Survivor is all about drama. It's all about yeah. what India tried to do on Drag Race. But it's so frustrating because India literally cost Alexis an episode, I think. I think Alexis would have been in the top four if it hadn't happened. And that is, yeah. you would never forgive someone for that. No, it's for like, sure. I mean, Alexis maybe could have made it to the top three. She's really, really good. She's pissed. Yeah, she's pissed. Um, but, so, on What the Tuck, this week they had Kara Klink, who is a stand-up comedian, right. who's been writing for season 12 and All-Stars. Wow. And she has some really good... Well, just an interesting, from my perspective, because I've always been like, who writes as a comedian, this? I'd love to write for this. I'd love to be the person who wrote the puns. But then what she said is that... Um, Michelle, Carson, Rue, and Ross just write their own. They only give things to guests. Wow. But so funny. They ask her what she wrote, and she's like, I don't want to say because it was a. Uh, no one liked it, but I, the hotel challenge was my idea. But she also wrote Gay's Anatomy, which I think was one of the better sketches. Wow. Yeah. But it's, it's really interesting to, to hear the process. And she's there as a writer, she's there on set all the time. Wow. Yeah. That is. A, that would be a dream gig. Such a good gig, eh? But they do need to make those shows, like the great gays and enemy, like just so much. They just half it. Well, she said they're half an hour long. Like the, they cut it up, so they have to write it too long, and then it gets cut down to the biggest moments. Psychotic, right? Make it make it four minutes, three minutes long. It could be so short. Make it a sketch. Yeah. Wow. Okay, we've learned a lot. Yeah. Um, do we have a queen of the week? Is it Taylor? Is it Betty? It's Betty. <laughs> it's Betty. It's Betty. It's Betty. For yeah. God's sake, it's Betty. Oh. Be she real or not, it's Betty. It's Betty Crocker. We all have a Betty in our lives. Yeah? No, I don't think we do. No. Someone that we hooked up with when we were 17. <laughs> yeah. There's no one in high school that I had a proper crush on. I, think. I don't think so either. Yeah, Isn't that weird? Uh, there was one. So I there was definitely a guy in the year above me who I think I had a crush on and then I channeled it into thinking that I had a crush on his little sister who was in the year below me who was 10 who, um. <laughs> no, who was like less than a year younger than me but That's... because I think I was like but also I don't know if I had a crush on him or if I just idolised him because he was like cool and like friends with all the what girls what a weird thing to stuff. unpack like just like literally right at the end of the podcast but I truly feel like in my mind I was like I knew like I feel like I've met some people whose sexuality journey is opened up by meeting someone. By meeting someone they like, yeah. Whereas I was like, oh, listen, we're going to like open a whole chapter soon where I'm going to find people and there's not one person that's going to like lead me through that. Yeah. Um, I just kind of knew that I liked cock. <laughs> yeah. I knew that I liked Justin Timberlake's shirtless photo shoots. Yeah. I knew I liked Donnie Darko. Partially because of how good Jake Gyllenhaal looks. <laughs> oh, God, he's fantastic. He's but great. it is weird. And I think that maybe that's part of, like, the reason why I didn't come out till I was 21, you know, because I just, I actually didn't... I ever, didn't act on it. I didn't act on it. And, well, and I also didn't, I don't know if I met someone that I was, like, felt that for. Oh, my God, this Isn't is that crazy? upsetting. Yeah. Right into a sitcom, uh, not a sitcom, a sad, not porn show movie well it's not sad it's fine and then i it's beautiful you know, we've, uh, we've both met someone now that like is that i know and i'm sure if i had met sam at high school i would be like i'm envious of like because i watched all of love victor yeah and, oh, i've only watched the first two eps uh and was like oh to have like a crush a high school crush at that time yeah but i just knew that i was like cutting myself off from like there was not one person i had a crush on on anyone yeah during high school well there was no i think there was maybe 
two other openly gay kids at my high school, maybe the whole time that I was there, like in terms of like above, in the years above me and the years below me. Yeah. There was one mm. at our school in the same year as me, and then I knew no one on any other years. Yeah. There's one other guy. Oh, no, there's two other guys in my year who are gay, and one. I think was like dating when we were in seventh form and I was like, fuck, I wish I knew that. That really would have like... I sat beside someone in maths class for three years. Wow. And then he came out like a few weeks after high school ended. Amazing. And then I took way longer, but I was like crazy that we were just sitting beside each other, both freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> and not talking to each other not about it. Not talking to each other about it. Oh God, we are getting like sad and porn at the end of this. Yeah, um, we are. I'm so sorry. No, it's beautiful. We should just write movies about it. Yeah. Um, maybe we will. This end of this podcast, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. In my gay opinion, oh, we yeah, gotta finish this. We gotta. <laughs> in my gay opinion, toast calzones. Like, yeah, then you baby, up, get them. Because I do. As a as a kid, I would fold my toast in half. It's interesting that you did that. What I um do do. What I do do yeah, well is that. I cut it in. I cut it in half. Two long pieces. I was wondering if you'd go long or yeah. I think it's from soup. I think it's from eating toast with soup and then because that's to me is like perfect dipping size. <laughs> in my gay opinion, <laughs> half a piece of toast is actually perfect dipping size. <laughs> I think is that's sad or porn. <laughs> sad. I in my gay opinion, toast should be cut diagonally. Oh, cool. Because as a kid, I would have Marmite and also jam, and not together, but on separate pieces of toast. And that would be my change the name Crusader Toast. Um, Wow. We should change the name. Tantralum. I do want to watch the Blues versus Crusaders. I've been weirdly into the super rugby at the moment. I've got a bit of a weird question. Yeah. They changed the logo, but then I was watching it on the screen the other night and it's still the what? old logo. Is the have they preemptively announced a logo they're gonna use in the future? Like what's the fucking they deal? Why don't you just change it now? Their, I know. They're just being so stupid about it. Like, yeah. But when I say I'm getting into rugby, I've seen two two rugby games. So more than the one we went to. We went to we went, oh, we went to, to the one Blues more. versus the Yeah, games. I went to one more. And you went in person? Yes. Wow. I showed cool. my face. I turned up. Yeah. I turned out for rugby, yeah. um, <laughs> which is important to do. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's us. Um, <laughs> I've run out of steam. Yeah, same. Look, you don't, you, and you don't need steam. No. No. I'm going to go to the pools and I'm going to um, do some lap, laps and then I'm going to sit in the spa. Lovely, lovely, And I need lovely. a because we're going to Christchurch tomorrow. Yeah. Early in the morning. Early in the morning. Do you want to get lit in Christchurch? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get lit in Christchurch. Yeah. I'm a party boy now, as we've discovered. I think I want to be a party boy in Christchurch because I'm like, usually I'm down there for like a show. Yeah. And I get a bit stressed by the idea of it all. And so but now I'm you're like, down there for a show. I'm down there for improv. You know, like yeah, yeah. one of many of us are doing improv. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, it'll be chill. You don't just put a costume on. No costumes will be put on. No. Yeah. I'm going to like sometimes just do it in the clothes I was wearing all day. Because sometimes they change outfits. Bye. Bye. I'm sorry, Mom, it's not a face. It's for me, okay. They're both male, and they're both gay, the male gays. 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.